everyone, this is Ashley, aka Midnight. Just wanted to preface this podcast episode and let you guys know that this was recorded on March 11th. Um, so that was before the Call of Duty League announcement of moving scheduled events to online. Just to give you guys a little bit of context of why we were not really talking about that and why we were so focused on kind of recapping the Los Angeles event. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast, enjoy the recap, and have a great day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Building Minnesota Rocker. My name is Ashley, aka Midnight, Director of Content for the team, here with Brett Diamond, COO. We got another duo episode today. So how, how are you today, first of all? I haven't asked you that yet. Good, good, good. How are you? Good. Happy to be here recording. Happy after the crazy weekend that was, that was the, crazy. the Los Angeles home series. Uh, if you guys are listening and haven't kept up with the team, it's probably pretty rare. I think if you're listening to this, you probably at least watch our team's matches. But we placed second at the LA Home Series, which, you know, was obviously it's great. It's great to improve on our top four placing uh, or top three, top four in in Atlanta. So we bumped up. So I mean, logically, the next tournament we'll hopefully bump up to. We'll see. We'll have knock on wood. See how it goes. But. Yep. But yes, one step at a time. Yeah, one step at a time. So obviously I was back home at the watch party and we'll definitely touch on that. But I wanted to kind of ask you about like your experience at the event. How was it? How did everything go uh, from from the shrine in L.A.? Yeah, um, it it was an amazing experience being out there. Uh, The the gorillas and optic put on a great event. Um, You know, I mean, obviously the matches were amazing. Yes. You know, I mean, it's. That finals the, was one for the yeah. books, man. Yeah, I mean, every basically everything Sunday is a. I mean, that's a that's a day I don't think anyone with this organization will ever forget. And obviously, we would have came up just a just a <laughs> one one yes. little step short of, of of winning it all. Uh, but everything that day was amazing. You know, to to come out, you know, after a setback Saturday night, dominate surge first thing in the morning. That was a good um, feeling. You know, everything about that Atlanta match was unreal. <sighs> that one's for the books. I mean, the, I mean, Atlanta, yeah. we handed them their first L. Yeah. I read some crazy stat that, like, Simp and Abizi hadn't lost since, like, June of 2019 or something like that. might have been July, but it's, they haven't lost in a long time. So we, yeah. we were able to finally get over that phase hump, which, yep. I mean, from the perspective of how long this season is, like, you know – the way that we we took the L from them in Atlanta, yep. and then we came right back two weeks later, and obviously accomplished beating them, and that I, that was got to be huge for the guys. Yeah, and I think, and we've talked about it in the last podcast. What we love about these guys is their competitiveness, and they know they're good, and they had a chip on their shoulder coming out of Atlanta because they they felt like the doubters were still there, yeah. and and even though they gave Atlanta a fight. Um, you know, a lot of people in the media, casters, etc., were were surprised by that, right? Yeah, exactly. And the and the players, like, they were almost they were borderline offended that, yeah, that people were surprised because they know that they could do it, Ex- and exactly. we know that. Yep. Like, yep, exactly. Well, even you hear like Coach Crowder on Phase say, like, if we are gonna get beat by a team, I feel like it w- yeah. would maybe be Rocker, but just because they match us really well. Yeah, yeah, and so then to come back and and show to anybody who had doubt that it, it was not a fluke 
to not just play phase close but beat them. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously the goal is not to make the finals. The goal is to win it. And, right. You know, that's the that's the attitude that the guys have. But, I mean, incredibly proud of, oh, yeah. of everything that Absolutely. they accomplished. I mean, it's – and, too, like, so my worry, obviously, like, I was at the watch party, by the way. The watch party was – phenomenal especially Saturday we had a huge turnout Saturday we went from our first watch party at for the Atlanta home series at Billy's on Grand in St. Paul we filled a whole room there full so now for the LA home series we filled two rooms full Amazing. so we've naturally been growing and it was it was awesome that we had like special cocktails like rocker cocktails so and mocktails cool. with like laser edged rocker helmets inside of them it was just it was a good vibe it was great to see everybody again and it's it's awesome to start seeing familiar faces at these yeah. things because those are like that's the foundation you build this thing off. I'll of. admit that that looks and sounds so cool that I I actually had FOMO. I was at the event. Yes, I was in LA <laughs> watching it live, and I I wanted you to were be like, I wanted to I'm, be at Billy's in Minnesota. You were like, dang, yeah. I wish I was at the watch party. I yep. mean, it makes sense though because I mean, if you're at an away event, it's like yeah. your your people like aren't there, right? So I mean. Yeah, and that was really the first event. Because even in Atlanta, because that was the first event after hours, we we had a right. few more people travel to that one. Yeah. Um. So this one, I was mostly just watching by myself. And like when I'm watching, I'm I've got a I'm watching like a f any other fan, right? Yeah. So I'm you know you want to have somebody you know, yeah like to high, high five, five or fist yeah. bump and um you know so you don't have that when you're just like solo and you know like for me I'm you know I give the players and coaches their space. Um, before and after matches, right? Like I'll, you know, a little while before they take the stage, I'll go and, you know, and say good luck. And then afterwards yeah. I'll say good game, whatever the result is, um, you know, but I'm not backstage yeah. with them. Like I'm not in the dugout or anything like that. Um, there's an area backstage that, that they, um, you know, they have just kind of like some chairs and some TVs to watch, but the, uh, you couldn't hear the casters in that area. Oh, yeah. I would like to hear the casters. Yeah. So for the most part, I went and, and stood kind of in a corner. Like, I can't sit during it. Um, I get too antsy. But you, know, you I, need I, to I, pace. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there was a lot of pacing going yeah, on. So, you know, I would, yeah. So I would go out um, and I would stand and just, you know, kind of in, in the back of the crowd with a good view of the, um, of the screen and just watch from there. And then every once in a while, I'd kind of walk backstage to the area where they have the kind of TVs for anybody backstage to watch. At one point, I, I found a spot um, kind of behind the area where all the broadcast techs yeah. work where they have multiple screens that they're, you know, it's where they're choosing what's going to actually go on the stream so I could actually watch... Um, like always see a rocker point of view. Oh, that's but awesome. But it's not really a place. It, it's a place that you can walk through, but not really a place they expect a lot of people to stand. Yeah. So it was a little, like it wasn't a place I wasn't supposed to be, but it was a little weird. Yeah, so, so I you didn't, didn't want to linger. After a bit, yeah. yeah. And you actually can't hear the casters there either. So yeah. I, I kind of roamed around a lot to find to find the right spot. Yeah, the casters do such a good job. I, and I was, I've told a couple of people this, like <clears throat> every, each of the three caster duos, like yeah. is kind of dynamic in their own way and I love like all of them like sometimes yeah. I'm like I'm usually like oh yeah I have a favorite too and I hope they cast like the match I'm about to watch yeah. and it's this year it's like literally I don't know if they've all because it's a lot of the same guys but yeah. like I don't know if they stepped their game up or maybe they've just they're all just such perfectionists and, yeah. and they've really gotten their craft kind of like how they want it but it's 
it's really down. I think right now my current favorite because it switches, but mm-hmm. I like Miles and Momo. Their mm-hmm. word plays awesome. Yeah. So I get excited when they cast our matches, and it's just I don't know. It adds a whole vibe to it. So I get definitely get like wanting to hear kind of the communication. It, it was funny. Um, in the in the middle of that map for hardpoint during Dallas or against Dallas, in the middle of that map when it was starting to look not great for us, mm-hmm. you know, they, when they took sort of a you know, I think it was about a 30-point lead, um, you know, sort of in the middle of it. Um, just so happened um, that Miles had kind of walked up and was standing next to me where I was watching. Um, you know, and, and he was like, you guys got this. You guys got this. And I'm looking at the score. <laughs> and, and you're like, stop jinxing. Yeah, and I was kind of like, mm, you know, I mean, we'll I know, you know, I know, we've, I know we were keeping it within, you know, yeah, within striking distance. Yeah, it was a lot of back and forth. It was like right when they had started to pull ahead, uh, um, yeah. probably before, um, probably like early in P3 before yeah. we, before we kind of started that comeback. Yeah. Well, then, um, and I don't know if he was just saying that to like, you know, cause he happened to be standing next to me or if he actually like, you know, felt like we had, you know, we had an angle to, to make the comeback, but, uh, made me feel a little bit better. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a couple of hills on Hackney where you could really get a ton of time. And yeah. so they had obviously gotten a ton of time off of, you know, the good hills, but yeah. you know, there's, there's obviously a big fight to be had with all the other ones too. So yeah. it was, it was just such a scrappy game. So obviously like, like beating FaZe, momentous i was a little bit afraid while i was at the watch party i mean i just experienced it so i was like oh my god huge dopamine dump i'm just so excited and i was yeah. like i sat down and then i was exhausted and i was like oh man we are still have to play the finals like how like i wonder and i'd love to ask the players this because i'm sure they'll say like oh no like we're fine and i yeah. and i definitely like would would think that they are but like it's got to be insane to finally have such a huge win against mm-hmm. you know the best team in the game in atlanta phase and then have to go play Dallas, who's definitely like a worthy competitor. I mean, obviously yeah. they're super, super good. So I was a little nervous that like they, I was either thinking they're going to keep the momentum and it's going to be nice, or yeah. it's going to be like, a, oh my gosh, we can't catch our breath in between like the insane match we just had. Yeah, and it was it was it was a little bit chaotic backstage between oh, matches. Sure. Um, and like I said, I usually like. I give, I give the them space. The, their space, but I, you know, I did go up to, to Brian and Jake, to the coaches and just say, Hey, if you guys need more time, you know, I'll help address that with the league. And, you know, they asked for a couple more minutes and, you know, and, and yeah. we got it and the league was good about it. Um, but I also didn't want to lean too hard into that because I don't know, you know, I don't know their psychology, right? Like maybe they wanted to roll right into it to pipe, yeah. despite the chaos and keep the, keep the momentum going. So yeah, it's maybe. a, you know, cause I have to imagine, you know that if you if you wait too long, you start to you know yeah, you start then to you're come like, down. Oh, it's kind of no. like if you you know come down you come too down much. and you don't have time to get back up. I don't know. Yeah. Um. You know, but not knowing that psychology, I just I just kind of said to the coaches like, hey, if you need anything from me, let me know. Um. You know, if we need to try to get a little bit more time for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was pretty much like guys use the restroom and kind of take just, a deep breath. Yeah, take a deep breath. Understand that you still have a have a ways to go. And then yeah. so what made me nervous too is I mean. To be fair, and I'd love to talk to the coaches about this, um, I think it's possible that the, our map picks were favorable for us in the later part of the series. So when we went down 0-2, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh, it's over. you know. And plus those maps were pretty close too. Yeah. So I was not thinking like, oh, we're going to get three out. And then you know, we won the Dom, and I'm like, okay, like – 
that was spicy. Let's keep it moving. And then, you know, that insane map four hard point happens. You've got to check that out on, on, I think we're going to upload rocker replay. I mean, it's obviously it's up on the league's channel right now, the whole match, but we're going to be uploading like replay uh, with, you know, interviews from the players and gameplay alongside it. So if you guys are interested in watching some of our key matches, they'll be on our channel. Um, But but it's just it was so insane like that comeback is I've seen moments like that but they're few and far between in competitive Call of Duty when it's mm-hmm. that intense I mean I I need you've watched it a few times now I I probably have watched that 15 or 20 times and part of it is make me feel like a slacker I've watched well, it Well no I mean we've talked about it on the podcast I mean part of the part of it is I have sort of an obsession with learning why something happened Yeah um, because I'm used to watching I'm used to watching you know, like football and hockey, I know a fair amount about. So when I'm watching those sports, like I understand everything that's happening. Like I don't mind admitting in the midst of the, that chaotic end, you, you know, it's like, exactly okay, like I know it's on. good when one of the Dallas empire guys goes down, right? but I don't, I, I don't know what's happening in the, you know, what, yeah. you know, what exactly what's happening in the moment. So like that night I couldn't sleep at all. And I was like obsessed with like, Learning. Like, yeah, with like, okay, who killed who when and how did Appa- that happen? Apparently, a seam was, was saying sick. he was he was insane. He he made the play. He threw like the Semtex or something like that yeah. that like pretty much clutched it for us. And he was saying that he was wishing so badly that their perspective had been shown. And I yeah. was, I mean, listen, I was I was salty throughout for how they there was a literally an entire rotation plus a hill that they only spectated Dallas players on that Ramaza. I was, ask the people that were at the watch party, I was screaming for them to spectate our team. So I wish that- That's part of why I went and found like the spot behind the the broadcast You would think if it's a tie, I mean, I guess you'd want to be on with the winning team and they were so close to winning, but also you'd want to watch the retake. And they usually do. I mean, they usually try to watch the retakes in search or watch the retakes on that. So what I saw in and you can correct me because obviously you know a lot more about well, you, this than you've I did, but I watched it a lot. You've definitely watched it more yeah, than I have. Yeah. Like, I still need to find I, to- the, I totally nerded out. I need it. to find the part where they got. They actually got gifted a spawn that they weren't supposed to get, which, like, yeah. with this game, it's hard to even know how to influence that. But they got a little bit of a lucky spawn, and then we yeah. were able to push through in such a proper way, like taking – I think it was Clayster out of that building and then like, being able to yeah. funnel. So – so we're talking about a seam, and and we definitely. I mean, we've talked about getting his once we get the, all the point of view cam- or angles from the league, getting that up um, as content so people can see it from his angle. And I'm sure you know. Look, I imagine nothing like that happens if every player isn't killing it and doing their part, right? right. Um, but sort of what I saw watching it, like through, I don't mind saying, like, you know, noob's eyes, right? Um, you're not a noob anymore, that's yeah, for sure. I'm somewhere you're, in the middle. You've leveled middle. up. You're somewhere like a you're like a level two. Level two, all right, I'll take <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're a Christmas noob still. I'll, I'll take it. Um, so in P4, from what I saw, um, Assault had a great two-piece where he, he got two guys coming yes. in. But then um, shortly after that, I believe Asim was the only one still in there, and he won a one-on-one with, I think, Huke. I'm not 100% sure. Um, and, like, if he goes down there, I don't, think, I don't think they close it out. But yeah. with, them, Could be. with them having, you know, having the, the spawns for the next one, like, they, I think they would have won there. Um, and then 
in that final sequence, Asim took out Hook in the yellow building, mm-hmm. and then it was his grenade that took out Clayster to open up the, yes. the to open up the hard point. Allow them yeah. to just funnel in there. Yeah. What I don't know is who threw the grenade that like I saw some comments on Twitter about this. Um, how they like I think it was Illy and Krim that like went and like went up the stairs and yeah. it was like why'd they go up the stairs? It was because someone threw a They're a trying to stay alive perfectly. Yeah. I mean I like I didn't see any of this when I watched it live, but I was like obsessed and I watched it back ten times. I don't know who threw that grenade, but they like those guys went Pushed up the stairs. Them out. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they came down, like our guys knew they went up the stairs. And so um, I think it was a seaman silly took them out when they came down. Gosh. And it's like if any one of those things doesn't happen, there's probably ten other things that I'm just not picking up. If any one of those things doesn't happen, we lose that match. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was just like a perfect break. Because, I mean, they had the advantageous position yeah. and truly just had to lock it down, you know, yeah. and just a few, we clutched up, you know, yeah. and it was awesome to see. And that's when I was like, when we tied it 2-2 and then we were going into Search and Destroy on, I think, Gunrunner, I was feeling like pretty confident, but also like, and I, I still, I just, I want to geek out with the coaches, but I also don't want to yeah. bother them because they have a lot to do. Yeah. But like. Well, just so listeners know, the um, the coaches and players took a couple of days off after the match. So like right. a lot of them went home. So they're, they haven't been in yet for us. Yeah. To, we haven't like. For us to really download. Yeah. Them, we haven't so. been able to pick their brains yet. Yeah. All, I mean, I'm, I'm dying to hear about yeah. it from their perspective. Yeah. Because uh, we don't even have like another scheduled match for like three weeks. Yeah. So they went home for a few days and well-deserved get some rest after that. Yes. But. Yeah, I want to like ask them like how this works because Ramo- or uh, Gunrunner Search seemed to be one of our stronger maps. However, we've played it so many times now. We've kind of like not we've played really well on it, but then yeah. also like we've gotten our butts kicked on it a little bit. Yeah. And so in my head, I'm like, is that because when you start playing it more, then it's just more film for the other teams to download on? Is it almost mm-hmm. better to? go with a different choice that would maybe surprise the other team or I'd like to hear yeah. how the vetoes actually went maybe that was their choice in the, the Dallas's choice map in the first place who knows but um you know I thought like we could definitely take that I mean we're a, a search and destroy game away from winning our first yeah. championship which I mean and if you think about it like that's literally our second tournament like we had launch weekend it's, and, I mean it's amazing and you know I, I posted this on Twitter that night but what impressed me the most was just like the fight in these guys to, you know, to scrap and claw through the phase match and then, you know, and then to dominate the, I mean, just, we haven't even talked about the end of map four against phase, which was crazy too. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that in a second, but you know, scratch and claw through the phase match and even to, you know, had a setback Saturday night versus optic, you know, came back Sunday morning and just, you know, dominated surge who's you know who is a good team um and then to look like like we talked about first to admit that i'm you know i'm new to call of duty um but in any competitive environment yeah any sport any competition if you fall down early particularly in a championship it takes a special type of mental toughness to come back from that right and you see that a lot in traditional sports in championship moments where teams that fall down are less likely to come back in a championship Mm -hmm. than they are in just a regular season game when it's a little looser, right? Just humans in general, when the stakes are the highest, if you fall behind, you're the, you're more likely to just kind of mail it in. Yeah. And so for them to go down Oh two in that match 
and then fight all the way back the way yeah. they did. It's, that just says so much about them. Especially because, like, Goderex, Alex, and Asim, that was their first yeah. ever finals. I mean, they've obviously played on the stage before, but that's the first, like, we're about to win a championship feeling that they've yep. had, like, that they could feel that, right? Yeah. And so... Obviously, you have the veteran leadership and, like, Assault and Silly, who've won on the biggest stage, COD champs in World War II. But it takes, like, like you're saying, a special type of person to go down 0-2 and just say, let's regain. Like, we got this. Like, it just shows the composure of our team. And, yeah, we didn't close it out, but now it's even that much more fuel in our fire to say we're going to go into the next tournament swinging. Like the moment in that venue when the fans started chanting, let's go, yes. Rocker. Yes, oh my, oh, that, I, for, I did want to bring that up too. amazing. The, we, so we were watching at the watch party. Everyone who had been there was there for like seven hours. So obviously we didn't have as much or as many people there on Sunday, especially yeah. after being there seven hours. Like some people just, you the know hard, it. The hardcore yeah, stuck the around. Yeah, the hardcore stuck around. And if you couldn't make it, you know, it's okay. I'm, I'd feel ya. But like... We were pretty tired, I think. Like, we'd already drank our drinks and ate mm-hmm. our food. And, so we were, and it was getting pretty late. Yeah. And so, but, so it was, we were quietly, like, kind of watching the matches, a little cheering here and there. And we heard the Let's Go Rocker mm-hmm. chant on the stream. And all of us looked around at each other, like, <gasps> and then we started chanting. It was such a cool That's moment. So cool. It was like, we just got so hyped hearing that and just hearing people hearing that people in the venue like i guess maybe saw us as an underdog against dallas yeah. they just i mean who doesn't love to cheer for an underdog you know so yeah you know i, I think that's you know that's my sense of it is we're you know we're sort of seen as that scrappy underdog yeah you know, we're that, that, upsetting phase we're giving yeah. you know, we're giving these top teams a run for their money and you know if you're not a fan of of those other top teams you know, it's it, maybe it's natural. Come we're, hang we're, out yep, with us. Yep, we're, we're cool being somebody's second favorite team or For, their favorite yeah, team. exactly. So we think about the fact that this is not something that existed nine months ago. Minnesota Rocker was not a thing. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. We've obviously talked about it on this podcast. It was unbelievable to see the fan reactions launch weekend and now with the watch parties and it just keeps building and building. But I don't think in any of our wildest dreams not we mine. imagined – a venue full of people in LA chanting, let's go rocker. Like, I just got unreal. goosebumps. I know that's so nerdy, but like that is amazing to me. And just know, like, and I think it obviously, if you're listening, you guys know, like Brett and I, like he's employee, effectively employee, employee one, I'm employee two, you know, watching this thing or even just being a part of its growth, not even just watching it, but every step of the way, being there yeah. and putting, laying down these bricks with you, like it's, been such a journey and like the team and although like when I you know when we recruited the team like I knew that this is a decent team like and especially because they're the type of guys that are gonna grind and they have and they're good like I couldn't have even imagined that they'd start off this hot you know what I mean like it's you never really know you're going into a new game you're dealing with roster stuff from like the previous games you don't know how it's exactly gonna work out but their work ethic I mean the work ethic of the staff I know we just get into this every podcast and it's but it's something we're so proud of like the players are just they've done such a good job and I and I I think I tweeted them it's so corny but like I tweeted them like I'm proud of you guys no matter what before the finals and like not even just because you've exceeded my expectations, but just because I know what has gone into this yeah. moment, getting this far. And so yeah. 
you know, when it comes down to seeing people show up to a watch party at 9 a.m. or seeing yeah. the double that almost at the next one. And then, like, I couldn't have even, like, four months ago, if I would have turned to you and said, yeah, Brad, I bet, like, we're going to fill a whole bar full of people to watch our matches. Like, you would have been like, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, I think it's also, I mean, these guys, we talked about the fight that these guys have, and we talked a lot on the last podcast about the – you know, just the dedication, the work ethic. And it's truly been amazing that the things that, look, you know, when we started recruiting the players, these were names on paper to me. I didn't know right. who any of these guys were, right? You were explaining it to me, and then, you know, I got the guys we signed, I got to know, you know, pretty well on a few phone calls. Um, but all the things that we talked about back then and that you talked about, and then once we brought on, you know, Jake and, and Brian after we signed the first few players, mm-hmm. You know, again, just the conversations then were about their work ethic and right. their composure like, and no egos. Is this guy gonna grind? And yeah, like the you and the coaches talked so much about that work ethic and that dedication, and we've seen that and we've seen that pay dividends. You and the coaches talked about the composure that these guys would show that they were the kind of players and the kind of people that could handle setbacks and mm-hmm. come back, could handle could handle what we saw this weekend about yeah. having adversity during a tournament and coming back. I mean, those were things that, that you and the coaches talked a lot about when we were talking about these five guys. And from my standpoint, not knowing anything at the time about those players, like, to watch yeah. that manifest itself the way it has, has really, you know, it's just so encouraging for the direction this team is headed. Right. Um, and I truly believe we'll take that next step. Um, I believe it too. We can, we can win – we're, it's possible that we win multiple times this year, and we're going to have to keep our nose to the grindstone yeah. for it. We're going to have to keep evolving because obviously the meta of the game changes. People learn things, and you learn those counters. And so it's always interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, but I think this team has the grit that it takes to get to that level yeah. and to try to maintain it. And yeah. it's I'm I'm just so proud of them. Yeah. You know, and then when when you combine how hard the players work with mm-hmm. with how hard all the staff works too. I mean, I, I told this to to our staff in a, in a team meeting yesterday, you know, I mean, this stuff doesn't happen by magic, right? Like, yeah. you know, the, the amount of content that we put out this weekend was unreal. I mean, we, you know, we were looking back at, you know, Instagram feeds and Twitter feeds, like we put out close to as much content as the rest of the league combined. Um, and that's oh, like, left-handed salute. Sorry, yeah, no, down. I mean, it's just, it's like such a shout out to, to our entire staff and, you know, and the team grinding away. And the thing that I loved, uh, I told the, I told the group this, you know, obviously like, you know, I've been close to some things, not as close to others. Right. Like, but there were some things that the content team put out over the weekend that I had, that I hadn't seen and you didn't know like, they were working on like, and they oh, were amazing. Cool. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I'm seeing it for the first time, like any fan or maybe I saw it in Slack like yeah, five minutes yeah. before I got posted. But yeah. to, you know, that's just like, I'm, that, I'm so proud to, for moments like that, where just like this team is just churning out amazing stuff. Um, and you know, it's such a key part of what well, I'm, you know, as far as I know, we're the only team doing watch parties, right? Yeah. Like, which blows you know, my mind, and, by the way. Yeah, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah, like, know, maybe, I mean, we've just put such an emphasis yeah. maybe on building, like, uh, I mean, an, 
a good culture and yeah. I, I hate to see it say it because it's such an overused word but like yeah we're doing it yeah. i mean it's one step at a time yeah and that's yeah i mean that's the thing like it really is you know like none of the stuff we're doing is like rocket science no. right it's just like okay it seems like a given yeah like the next like but we're constantly looking at what are what's the next step we can take down this path okay we had a home event the next step is to do a watch party. Okay, mm-hmm. had a great watch party on a Saturday. The next step is to do a watch party on the Sunday too. Okay, this many people showed up for the watch party. Let's, you know, let's create an environment where they all want to bring a friend next time, which right. is sort of how we saw, you know, I mean, I obviously wasn't there, but the numbers wise, it looked like that, yes, a lot of that I happened. saw people who had come alone mm-hmm. bring friends yeah. the next time, which and, was awesome. You know, and then we look at just the, you know, I mean, we, we say it all the time here, but it's you know, building this one fan at a time. And we want every fan that that listens to this podcast or watches our matches or comes to a watch party to feel a part of what we're building here because this doesn't go anywhere if the fan if, if we yeah, don't have exactly. great fan support. Like nobody cares and yeah. it's, that's that's what you don't want. And yeah. so we've done a really good job, whether it's through the content or through this community building stuff, to really like get that environment to to make people care. I mean now yeah. and and just to touch on the players again, like you have players like Goderex, who yeah. most know he's been underrated, but now he's like getting treated a little bit. He's starting to get that superstar treatment, which he yep. deserves that. Like yeah. he's played his ass off, right? And and Alex too. Like he, nobody, hardly any. I shouldn't say nobody knew him because like coach, like he, he would, coach was the one who when he came on, he mm-hmm. was like, we should get Alex. Like that's yeah. where we want to go. And I'm like bet let's go you know so but the fact is like he wasn't a big name and him Mm -hmm. wanting to go outside of his roots of like London you know the the UK teams like it was cool to see him like do what he wanted to do you know what I mean and just seeing them get recognition for that and I guess props you know it's nice I'm sure it feels good but like it's it's just awesome to see them compete like every every single day that they're they're grinding towards getting that that win yep just to wrap this thing up this is what we'll leave on brian saint put on twitter after the event so we went from top four to top two to question mark so hopefully i love, I love their attitude i know i love, I love, I love that. brian's attitude on the players never attitude. never satisfied he also yep. kind of seems like even if we were to win he would be like but we messed this up mm-hmm. so let's mm-hmm. work on that too he, yep. it just seems like the type of guy that brian and, and jake too i think yeah. that they would have that attitude but absolutely really proud of the team thank you uh thank you guys so much for listening or watching if you're watching you're on our youtube channel what's up hit subscribe hit the like button leave a comment tell us your thoughts if you're listening on itunes we would really appreciate a five-star review or whatever stars how many stars you think we deserve whatever you think is appropriate yes no pressure five stars please yes (laughs) leave a review with your thoughts and uh yeah keep keep on the lookout for the next one i think after i think our format uh after this will be recapping events together and then getting guests during weeks where we don't have events obviously so you know some of sometimes we're going to have event heavy topics and then other times we're going to just kind of shoot it and talk talk esports let us know in the comments what you want to see yeah or what you want to hear this is you know if you have topics, I mean, Ashley and I can talk to each other all day. Like we want yes. to talk about things that are relevant yes. to uh, to the listeners. Exactly. So. so hit up, hit us up with topics, or if there's a person you'd want to see on the podcast, like we'll do our best to bring them on. I think we're going to even start to try to bring people in remotely. So although we look, we would love to have them here at our set. I think we might even try to start doing some some uh, long distance kind of interviews or podcasts. I think it'd be really cool. Anyway, nice. thank you guys so much for listening or watching. We'll catch you next week. See you later.